Welcome to Centered Sunday with the Resilient Me, hosted by Sharice Shy Holmes. Man, we have been going through some uh, very trying times the last couple of weeks. I think, what are we on, like a month, I think, in quarantine for us here in Chicago. So today, I just kind of wanted to share um, five ways that you can upgrade your perspective. I think it's five, yes, five or six ways. So, um... If you guys have been experiencing like other issues going on in your life right now during this situation, please drop a comment below and let me know so I can respond to you. I do make sure I go back and check all the comments and respond to everybody and give everybody love for showing up. And also, don't forget to like and share this video. And if you're watching it on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, go ahead and share this podcast as well. So diving right into it today, five ways to help upgrade your perspective. Um, so I dug deep for this one to come up with some good stuff to share with you guys based on what I'm doing right now and times in the past where I've gone through really, really horrible situations. So back when I was like 12 years old, um, which seems like so long ago, uh, I was living with my grandparents and we got a knock on the door like really, really late at night. We open the door, and it's the police and my Chicago parents. And to my surprise, we didn't know they were coming. They didn't notify us, and it was real late at night. We're like, what's this about? What's going on? And the officer was basically like, they have a court order to take you. Like, they have custody of you, and they told my grandparents that they had to turn over custody of me. We were blindsided. We had no idea this was coming. We didn't even know this was going on. The previous agreement was I was going to live with my grandparents and then I was going to see my Chicago parents, you know, on the weekends or um, other times. So obviously I freaked out and had a full panic in the moment. My grandparents are, you know, going back and forth. My Chicago parents are arguing. The police officers, like, trying to get in between them. I mean, it was a really, really, really rough time. So, eventually, um, I had to leave the house that night to go with them. And when I tell y'all, I was, like, devastated. I mean, devastated. So, basically, maybe with the exception of one or two times, from that point onward, I was not allowed to see my family anymore. I wasn't able to see my mom, my brother, my sister. I wasn't able to see my grandparents on that side of the family. Aunts, uncles, nobody. Now, mind you, my family was fighting, trying to get me back. Um, but, but through the court system, it didn't work out. They weren't able to do it. So... Basically, my Chicago parents had custody of me, and what they decided to do, which I'm I'm guessing they thought was for my own good, um, was to block all communication coming from my family. So, for birthdays for six years, I didn't get to hear from my family, and I didn't get to see them. They missed major milestones in my life, like um, prom, and uh, let's clarify though, I didn't go to prom, because I'm stubborn. <laughs> I just said, uh, I'm not doing it your way, so I'm not going. Um, and just, like, the opportunity to see me graduate from 8th grade and get to see me grow from the, those teenage years from 12 to 18, they were completely erased from my life. So I know what it's like to go through very traumatic times and feel like things are being taken away from you and you're taking huge losses you're being restricted your your movement is confined and you're only allowed to go and do 
things that other people tell you that you're allowed to do. So I was drawing on this experience and I helped create some of the, um, that helped me create some of the things I want to share with you today. So the first thing I realized, um, maybe not necessarily in the moment, but I did realize that eventually is that I actually did gain some things by living but with my Chicago parents. Like it wasn't all a horrible experience. It was a very traumatic and deeply painful experience to begin with, but I did gain something in that. So Looking back on that and the things that I gained while I was with him, there are ga- things that we are gaining right now in this moment, experiencing, you know, living through this pandemic. For me, one of the biggest things that's helped in this particular moment is my debt acceleration plan has like doubled in speed. Like the fact that we're not going out that much, we're not really eating out that much, I'm not going on vacation, I'm not doing anything fancy for my birthday. I mean, all these things that you would normally do and spend money on have basically been shut down. So I'm forced to now reorganize my budget and shift that money towards paying off debt. I was able to um, renegotiate my interest on one of my credit cards. I was able to get deferred payments on the others. So what I was doing is taking all of that money that I would have paid across those four or five cards I think that I have right now, or four cards, I don't remember, something like that. And I was able to take one giant snowball payment and then just kill an entire credit card with that. Plus with the extra money that we got from the stimulus check. So... This has helped so much. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful that I've been able to accelerate my debt payoff. The second thing, redemption of time. I no longer have to get up at 5 a.m. to go to work anymore. And if y'all know what it's like to go to work in Chicago in the freaking wintertime, oh my gosh, like... (laughs) it's so cold it's so cold outside like sometimes my legs get numb you cannot wear skirts or dresses unless you have on opaque tights listen i'll be having on opaque tights and then i have on another pair of leggings and if it's really cold outside and i want to wear just to work i have to wear sweats yes so redemption of time in that fashion no longer having to move at a pace where I feel like I have to cram so many things in at once. I also travel a lot for work and all of that, although I love to travel, don't get me wrong, has been removed. So I've been able to to, to lend myself to spaces and places that I wouldn't normally be able to entertain. Like I'm actually looking into how to create my own backyard raised bed garden. Something I've been wanting to do for years, like since I bought my property back in 2016. But I've been on the go so much. It's like, how do you have a yard and you, you're gone? You're just gone all the time. So I feel like I've got more opportunity on my hands to be able to create things that I didn't think I would have been able to do. Also, number three, I've been eating better. You guys know that I eat pretty good um, overall, but, you know, we do, especially, I hate to say, especially like when you're single, um, sometimes you have a tendency to order out more. Even if you're ordering healthy food, you do have a tendency to order out more. So I've been doing way more cooked meals in the house and enjoying and knowing exactly what ingredients are going into my food. So I have can, I can um, better control what's going to boost and help and support my immune system and my respiratory system. Things that I probably wasn't so acutely aware of as I am now um number four reconnecting with family and friends I have been on the phone y'all calling (laughs) 
calling people, talking to people, FaceTiming people. I mean, for hours at a time, which most people know that, like, that is not me. Like, she used to don't sit on the phone. That's not her thing. But I've been getting so much joy out of being able to, like, connect and talk with people and reach out and hear their stories and laugh with them and cook with them and work out with them. Like, I have a friend, like, we were doing, we did a whole workout together via FaceTime, y'all. It was hilarious. And we were, like, cheering each other on. It brought me so much joy. So I've been able to do that, something I would have never done with her before. And then one of the other things that I've been able to see as a gain in this time is like better quality sleep, like being able to get more rest and quality rest versus interrupted or I'm a little bit of a night. I won't even say a little bit. Why am I lying? I'm a, I'm a night owl, y'all. I'm a night owl. And I would have a tendency to stay up to like 11 o'clock and then having to get up super early in the morning. And it's, it's hard and you're dragging and you got the black circles under your eyes. So now I can still stay up late, but I don't have to get up as early. So I guess it's kind of like now at this point it's starting to balance itself out. So First thing you want to do to help upgrade your perspective is figure out what have you gained in this season of your life. I want you guys to take some time to focus that. If you know what you've gained now, drop a comment below or send me a message and let me know, hey, this is what I've gained so far. These three things or these four things and share them with me. I want to hear it. Um, Number two, determine what healthy atmosphere you're creating. And if you don't know what you are if you don't if you don't have one if you don't know if you have a healthy environment if you don't have one be committed to creating one your environment is so important it will inspire you or it can drain you or it can make you feel like um, you're not going to be able to make the progress that you want. If you know that you need to get up and you need to take a shower and you need to get dressed and you need to feel like you're preparing yourself for the day in order for you to be productive, then make that kind of space. You guys, guys, <laughs> don't laugh. Okay, so part of the, one of the things that I have done to maintain my productivity is to make sure that I get dressed every day. Okay, I'm not going to lie, maybe for the first week or so, I was... <laughs> I was in my pajamas most of the time for like three, four days a week. It's bringing tears to my eyes. This is so funny. I won't even tell you about the lack of showers. Okay. So don't do that, y'all. Don't be like me. If you want to be productive, listen to me. Get up, get dressed, take a shower. So to um avoid being lazy... I have come up with this idea of having <laughs> of having quarantine outfits. So I literally have enough outfits for at least six days at a time. When I first started this, I was doing 10 whole days of outfits. I would fold them all up. I would put uh, my underwear, my socks, my bra, my pants, and my top, fold it all together, and lay it down. And I would just stack all 10 of my outfits up, and then I lay them up here on the side. So when I wake up in the morning, all I do is grab my little stack, Right, I'm I'm reducing the barriers to resistance. Like, oh, it's really easy to want to stay in your pajamas and work from home in your bed all day long. But I know in order for me to feel productive, I need to get dressed. So I make it really, really simple for me to get dressed, have my clothes stacked up. I'm not saying you gotta be crazy like me, but I just had to do what what works for me. So figure out what healthy environment you need to create to get you going and get you flowing. I have a whole routine that I do in the morning to get me into a productive mood. Don't just let yourself um, fall into a slump. You are responsible for your thoughts, your productivity, and your own movement. So take advantage of that. Number four, 
Um, when things go wrong, do not go with them. Uh, one of the things I've learned in this season, and I used to be a control freak, so I guess you could call me like a recovering <laughs> control freak. I don't have as much issues, but I still I still got some up and through here, right? Um, you got to focus on what you still have power over rather than what's been taken away from you or what has been lost. So what do you still have power over? Like I still have power over what I eat. I still have power over my workouts. I still have power of my mind and my thoughts. I still have power over my productivity. I still have power over what I'm going to engage in or even consume and absorb. Like I still have power over so many things. So if something starts to go wrong, don't go with that circumstances. Don't lean into the feelings of hopelessness and helpless and feeling like I can't do anything. I'm such a small person. You know, what if this happens or what if that happens? Like, don't lean into those feelings. Lean into what you can do and what you have control and power over now. That will help restore your hope and bring some balance to your equilibrium. Of course, sometimes you might have those feelings that arise that make you feel like, you know, I'm getting overwhelmed. What can I do about this situation? But we can counter that when we have, you know, this aspect of us that we know that we can control and that we know we can address in those moments. Okay, number five, ask for help and do not stop until you get it. Ask for help and do not stop until you get it. Listen, I am one of those people that struggle with asking for help. I'm going to be 100% honest right now. I'm one of those people that struggle with asking for help. It's one of those things I've learned to shift into as needed now. Um, But still, even when I have to ask to help, it's like, there's like like a restriction that comes up in my throat and my chest. <laughs> I joke. I'm not joking, guys. I'm not joking. And it almost feels like it's hard to come out and ask people for help. Listen to me. If you were in quarantine and you need help, listen. Ask for help, and don't don't sit around thinking that someone's gonna know. Or that people should know, or people should check on me, or people should see about me. Open up your mouth and say what you need. If you need someone to talk to, hey, friend, I want to talk to you. I was talking to a friend via text, and I'm like, I'm not doing too good. And I said, yeah. I said, I was studying for my final, um, and I said, okay, um, I'll text you when I'm done. Well, I just kept studying, fell asleep, forgot to call her. She called me. She called me and let me know how she was doing, Okay. She asked me for help. I said I would help her. I didn't follow through. My my um my bad on that part. I hate that phrase, but <laughs> my bad on that part. But she asked for help and didn't stop until she got the help that she needed from me. So do not be afraid. I've been calling people, asking them left and right, like, you need help, you need this, you need that. I you know I got a little extra spare. If you need anything, let me know. Like I'm here for you. So People are more than willing to help right now, and you'd be surprised who'd want to show up for you if you just gave them the opportunity. All right, I think I said number five. So number six, what happens in you is more important than what happens around you and to you. What happens in you is more important than what happens around you and to you. This space right here and this space right here is your sacred space, right? You cannot allow 
all the chaotic stuff that's going on around you to enter here and here. And the, the ways that it enters your mind and your heart is through your eyes and through your ears. So you have to be very sensitive of what you allow to enter here. Just because it's going on out there does not mean it needs to go on in here. I wasn't created to worry. I wasn't created to stress about things I have no control over. But what I can do is fashion my mind to focus on positive thoughts, positive information, positive self-talk. That's what I can focus my mind on. There is a scientific study that I found, I believe, if I'm saying it correctly, for every one negative um, bit of information you get, you need four positive ones to kind of overwhelm that because our brain is fashioned to hold on to the negative thoughts. It's okay to read the statistics or to to gather information because we do need to maintain knowledge. But for everything that brings you down while you're reading that, you need to have four things that are more awesome than that to kind of balance you out in the end. So remember, is what's going on in here is way more important than what's going on out there. And it's our job as adults to as resilient women to regulate here and here. This this is what you're responsible for. Regulate here, regulate here. This is it right here. We can't regulate everybody else going outside or 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 not going outside or whose political party is to blame or what country is to blame. I don't even care about all that. All I want to know is are we gonna work together right now? Because we're literally all in this together. We are depending on each other right now. So all I can do is regulate here and regulate here and share the best of me that I can with everyone around me. And that actually makes a huge difference. And number, I think, I forgot what number I'm on, y'all. <laughs> this is this number seven. <laughs> Forgive me. I got excited. All right, number seven. Create your own resilient mantra. Okay, so it could be, I think, less rounds. It's like, no matter how bad it gets, uh, no matter how bad it, no matter about, no matter how bad it is, or no, no matter how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. No matter how how bad it is, no matter how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. What is your cre- What is your creative like resilient woman mantra in times of stress, in times of turmoil, in times of uncertainty? Okay, you need to have a mantra that you can say to yourself. When you're starting to feel overwhelmed, it'll help calm you and center your mind and bring you back to feeling grounded into what you can and cannot do. We don't need to feel overwhelmed or we don't need to feel stressed out because that actually will lower your immune system. So create a mantra that will help you feel centered and grounded in your space and who you are as a woman and what it is that you are going to fulfill and still do in the year of 2020. As I said last week, let's not throw 2020 in the trash. Grieve what you have to grieve, be it family, loved ones, um, major milestones that happened in your life. Trust me, I understand it. I truly do understand it. At the same time, we're not going to give up on the rest of 2020. It might look different than what it is that you thought was gonna. it was going to look like. It might look different, but guess what? You can still get more out of this year. So 
Practicing these techniques that I was telling you about your mindset is one of those ways that you can do that. You want to have a winning mindset. You want to have a winning um, winning routines and you want to have winning habits. Those will make the difference between those of us that crumble when things are shifting and changing so much versus those of us that will learn how to thrive and grow in this new environment. All right, so just a quick recap for you guys. Focus on what you've gained. Again, drop in the comments something that you've gained in this season. Determine what healthy atmosphere you're creating. And if you don't have a healthy atmosphere, um, let me know how you're committed to creating one. Comment on that below. What happens to you, what happens in you is more important than what happens around you. Number four, when things go wrong, don't go with them. Number five, ask for help and do not stop until you get it. There is a scientific proof that I believe it's geese can fly uh, 75%, is it 75% faster in formation than they can alone. Why don't we just take a page out of their book, okay? Um, and number six, create your own resilient mantra. Whew, that was a lot to share with you guys today. I feel, I feel like extra pumped sharing this with you. I hope that it's brought you some joy this week. So here's your homework. I'm giving y'all homework for this week. And those of you that didn't get a chance to join us on the Saturday morning coffee chat where we do live video um, discussions with each other. It's not just me sitting talking to them, but we all talk to each other. It's been really, I really enjoyed the last one. They keep getting better every week. So next Saturday is going to be week three of us doing the live chats. Come join me. Text the word coffee to 312-736-7393. Again, the number is 312-736-7393. I'll go ahead and put it in um, the, the description so that you can check in and join us on Saturday morning and it's at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and I'll make sure to send the link to you 15 minutes before our video chat um, starts so here's your homework for the week I want you to write daily three things that you're grateful for so Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday Saturday daily Three things that you're grateful for. You can write them at the end of the day if that makes it easier for you. You can come into the private Facebook group because we'd love to have you. and We don't want you to feel like you're alone and share the three things that you're grateful for. And then I want you to pick one person this week that you want to show appreciation to. Pick one person to show appreciation to in your realm of influence. This is the time for us to be giving back to other people and not recoiling as if we don't have anything to give or share with anyone else. And then I want you to take note of your win for the week. So when you come to the coffee chat this Saturday, I'm going to be asking you, what was the top three things you were grateful for this week? Who was the person you appreciated? And what was your big win for the week? Now, when I say big win, a big win could be like, um, the kids got all their homework assignments done and I didn't stress out when nobody melted down this week. I mean, that could be your win. Or your win could be, I found hand sanitizer and I was able to buy enough to share with other people. Um, or your win could be like, I found N95 masks. Somebody told me this yesterday. They found N95 masks being sold at the gas station. So that was a big win for them because they didn't have any. So 
keep note of that this week. I want to see you guys in the live virtual meeting space with us on Saturday so we can talk about this homework together. And don't forget to text the word COFFEE to 312-736-7393. All right, that's all I have for you guys this week. And let's say our affirmations. I am loved. I am well. I am thriving. I forgot for a second. I think that was it. I am loved. I am well. I am thriving. All right, tribe. I love you guys. Have an amazing week. Peace.